As a mom, you wear a lot of hats, and sometimes it seems like you're going in a million directions at once. At the 29-Minute Mom, we want to give you the tools to bring it all under control and reach your highest potential. If you give us a few minutes, we'll help you find those extra hours you need every week to achieve balance and satisfaction in everything you're trying to get done. The 29-Minute Mom. It's time just for you. And now, here's your host, life's organization expert, author and coach, Jennifer Ford Berry. Hey there, everybody. It's your host, Jennifer Ford Berry, with the 29 Minute Mom podcast today. And we are going to go over some really useful tips for this busy holiday season. This episode is going to air right in the middle of all of the hustle and bustle. At this point in time, you are either ahead of the game, behind, or right where you should be. So I would love to be able to hear that answer. So wherever you are, whether you're riding in the car, um, listening to this while you clean the house, or baking cookies, or chasing kids, You know, if you are feeling good about where you are this holiday season, go ahead and give yourself a pat on the back or a big squeeze because I want to give you a high five, girlfriend. Great job. The problem is a lot of you listening are going to be hearing this and going, oh, Jennifer, I am so behind or I feel like I should be more ahead of the game. So what I want to go um, through today is just some motivation and some organizing tips that will help you get back on track and finish out this holiday season strong so that you are not stressed out. This is not the time of year that you want to be feeling stressed out. So before I jump into all the tips, I want to make a quick announcement. For those of you that aren't aware, if you want to go over to my website, there are a bunch of resources that will help you stay organized during this Um, busy season. One of them is an audio series called No No More Christmas Clutter that also comes with a free PDF checklist. So if you are wanting that or you want to get the holiday survival guide, some other stuff that's on my website, just head over to jenniferfordberry.com forward slash organizing dash products. That's jenniferfordberry.com forward slash organizing dash products. And I just want to make a quick announcement that the episode today is sponsored by my very own book, the newest book that I released um, called Purpose Over Possessions, Decluttering Your Life So You Can Live on Purpose. So if you haven't grabbed a copy already, I'm asking you, please grab a copy. Let me know what you think about it on Amazon reviews. I know it's life-changing and it will really jumpstart your new year off on the right foot. Trust me. So let's go ahead and get started. So in this season, I want to focus on just four main reasons that this season should even be happening in the first place. So besides all of the shopping and the wrapping and the spending, ugh, I know it never ends, does it? Um, these are the four four areas I really want you to stay focused on. So when you say yes to anything in your schedule, I want you to go back and ask yourself if it is congruent with one of the four main reasons of the season. So number one to focus on the season is building memories. 
you know, it's all about the time we spend with our friends and family more than what we're getting or giving as far as things go. Um, when you look back on your favorite Christmases, I guarantee they're not your favorite Christmas because of what you received. It is probably focused more on what you were doing, who you were with, and just the feeling that you had during that time um, that really sticks in your brain for years and years and years and comes. Now, moms, listen to me. That's going to be the same, same fact with our children. Don't kill yourself trying to get the newest electronic or the newest toy and feel like that is what is going to make your kids have the best Christmas ever. Yeah, sure. We love giving them something that's on their list so we can see their excited faces and feel like the number one mom in the world. But the bottom line is 20 years from now, they probably won't remember half of what is under that tree or, you know, what they're getting for this, the holidays. They're more going to remember the memories, what you did as a family every year, um, just the, the traditions that you kept, things like that. So sometimes we have to take a step back and just really put this into some sort of perspective so we don't get so carried away on the buying. Number two is nurturing relationships. And this kind of goes hand in hand with building memories. But just remember, this is a great time of year to focus on nurturing relationships. You know, I find that a lot of moms will say, oh, I don't have time to get lunch or grab a cup of coffee with their girlfriends because, you know, they already have made up their mind that this season is just jam-packed and there's absolutely no time for anything else other than a long to-do list. And I just think that's really sad. This is a time of year that you want to pencil in um, some time with your best friend or your sister-in-law or even your neighbors. You know, if maybe you haven't said hi to your neighbors in a while, this is a great time to take over maybe a handmade, um, you know, craft or something that you bake. I know some girlfriends and I made some pepper jelly this past weekend, and it's just a simple easy thing to give somebody um, that lives in your neighborhood or maybe somebody that is been taking care of your dog or cleaning your house or even the mailman, the UPS men. I don't know about you, but I, I can't believe how late I see them working this time of year. It's unbelievable. And I always think about um, them and their families. And I just heard a really awesome story the, the other day. <clears throat> maybe you've seen it where somebody used the camera on their doorbell to video the reaction of the UPS guy when they left um, their UPS guy a little treat on the front door. So they left him like, um, I think it was something like a bottle of water and some snacks. And it was just a little note saying, thank you for all that you do and enjoy a happy holiday season. And the UPS guy was so happy. He was like, elated that somebody thought he literally said out loud even though he thought he was alone that this was so amazing that somebody thought of him and that just made his day so um, think about ways you can nurture the relationships in your life this time of year number three is to just simply enjoy it to not get so stuck in the um the tasks that you forget to take a time to enjoy this time of year. Now, maybe you haven't even given some thought to this, but really right now, take a minute and just think, what is your favorite things to do during the holiday season? I know it sounds completely cheesy, but one of my favorite things to do, and you may have heard me say this on the show before, is to have 
um, you know, either a glass of wine or a cup of tea with my tree lights on in my living room watching the Hallmark Channel. I know it's so, you're either for me or against me right now. I know it. You're either like, yeah, Jen, I love that channel. I can't get enough of it. Or you're like, oh my God, it's just so silly. But um, I really, really love it, you guys. I love the Hallmark Channel. I love all of the sentimental cheesiness. It just makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside, I will admit. And I look forward to it every single year. So yeah, I could still be running around the house um, in the evening, getting more wrapping done and doing things like that. But what I really do is try to make sure that I take time to do something that I enjoy. The other thing is um, we really, my husband and I host an annual Christmas party every year with our closest friends and it's something we look forward to every year. And it's something that our friends look forward to. And the reason why I love it so much is because if you look back on the past year, you, you've probably gone through a lot of ups and downs with the people closest to you. And I think it's, you know, Christmas being that it's my favorite time of year, I think it's a great time to just say thank you to our friends for being there for us, supporting us, loving us, being there, you know, with us through the ups and downs. I love that night. I just love us all together. We act silly. I'll be honest, many of the Christmas parties end it with a full-on dance party in my living room. Um, for those of you that don't know this, I was a dancer for 20 years. I did all sorts of classes, tap, ballet, jazz, hip-hop, point, and it was a big part of my life. So even here in my middle-aged years, I always look for a good excuse to just dance. I, it makes me happy, and um, I mean, uh, it's funny, a lot of my girlfriends are also dancers with me, so we, we like to kick it in the living room around the Christmas tree, and it just makes for a really fun, uh, stress-free night, and it's great just to take the time away from all the to-dos and enjoy each other. And then finally, number four, the main focus of this season um, should be to rest in Jesus. I mean, there would not even be a Christmas if it wasn't for Jesus being born and saving us all from this, the craziness of this world and all that, you know, he has done for us. And I just think it's really um, important that we take the time and we get away from the commercialism of, you know, America and all the marketing and everything that goes along with it. And we take that time to say, you know what? That's all fine and dandy, and yes, we're in a Christmas shop, and yes, we're going to do all the things, but if we're not taking time to spend it with Jesus and to really work on our relationship with him, then what is the point? That is the biggest gift you can open this year, is just investing in a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, that's the thing that brings me the most joy. And what I really do, because um, again, life gets busy and you could wake up and hit, you know, your feet could hit the ground getting out of bed and you could just fill your entire day and night with things that are supposed to be getting done. But I really like to just take some time in the morning. Again, love my Christmas tree. That really puts me in the mood. So I usually have the lights on, sit down, do my devotional. Um, I have a few awesome advent books that really keep me on track this time of year. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and link them in the show notes. So I'm going to write that down right now. I will share my favorite advent books. Um, that really kind of just takes me 
to the right frame of mind, basically, in a nutshell. So those are the four things I want you to focus on this season. Now, here's some tips just to keep you kind of taking care of it all. Um, you know, one of the things is I really feel like it's important to plan out your Christmas season or your holiday season before it arrives. So even now, um, if you're listening to this podcast and it's not quite Christmas time, um, then go ahead and grab your calendar, have a family meeting tonight, sit down and ask your family, you know, sit down and really have a discussion instead of just going through the motions and doing the same thing every year. Ask your family, you know, ask the kids what traditions do you still love? What events in our area do you want to attend? Um, find ways that you can implement the real meaning of Christmas into your schedule, whether that be um, church services or going to listen to some holiday music or helping out a neighbor or volunteering at a food bank, whatever um, the case may be. But teach your kids that it's not all about, you know, making their Amazon wish list. Uh, so really talk about it as a family and then grab your calendar and everybody block out those times where it's just going to be family time. And the reason why that's so important is because if you do not grab that time now, something or someone will take it away. You've heard me say that before with other things on this podcast, but it's so important. So hear me moms, hear me loud and clear. You have to be the one to control your time. So maybe there's something that, you know, you've been doing it for five years. You don't really look forward to it. You sit down, the kids are like, eh, we, we're kind of, we outgrew that. We're not really into it anymore. Um, that's okay. Keep on going with things that are new and interesting for your family or even some old traditions. But, you know, as the kids get older, their taste will change. And it's just more fun to do something that your whole family wants to be part of rather than dragging kids place to place to things that they don't want to do or things that you don't want to do. And that even means if it's going to offend somebody by you saying no, that's okay. I'm giving you permission now to use that big, huge two letter word N O for those things that you just want to cross off your list this year. That's, that's fine. Don't feel guilty about it. You know, you can simply say to someone, we're changing it up this year or We've already have something booked that day. Sorry. You don't have to tell them that you're just going, you know, to be watching the elf at home. But if that's one of the favorite things that your kids want to do, put it on your calendar, make it an official appointment, and just tell the person that's asking you that you're busy that day. It's pretty simple. When you're having this family discussion, you also want to, you know, ask your kids for gift ideas so that you're not wandering around aimlessly in the stores or spending money that they on things that they don't want. One of the things that I like to um, use every single year is this app on my phone and it's called Gift List Light. And I will put that uh, in the show notes also. It's a free app. I think it's free because I use the light version, but it's really easy, you guys. All I do is make a list of everybody I have to shop for. And as I'm buying things, or I usually do it when I get home. So I use the app in the stores to see who I'm missing a gift for. So, um, you know, my husband and I have 
10 nephews and two nieces. So we have a lot of kids in our family. And then we also have um, other family members to purchase for as well as, as each other and our children. So it gets confusing. And I love that app because I shop for Christmas all year round um, just to save money. And sometimes I will go to the app and say, oh, I forgot. I bought something while we were on vacation for, say, my mom. And oh, there it is on the app. So it's really simple. You just make a list of all the people you have to buy for. And then as you buy, you can click it, um, you can put the item in. So say, for example, you bought somebody an outfit, you can put that in and put how much you spent. Um, or you can put in an idea, like say your kids ask for something for Christmas, you can put their ideas in, and then it will give you an option to say need to purchase. So it's really awesome. And the other cool thing I love is it keeps me in budget because I can set a budget for each person. And once I start to get close to that budget, the app will let me know. Really, really cool and easy, simple, and it stays on my phone all year. So the following year, when I'm shopping for the same people, I'll remember what I got, make sure I don't get something um, exactly the same for the, you know, the, the second year or however many years. I've been using this app for probably, I would say five years. Okay, so that's called gift, that's called gift list light on your phone. Um, it's a little red app with a present, so. Super, super easy. Um, the other thing I'm doing this time of year is I'm making sure that you are, that I, but this is a suggestion for you to just kind of load up on all those little handy dandy things I can have in my pantry for a quick get together. If somebody stops over, um, I make sure I have cheese and crackers or nuts or dips or wine or water bottles, whatever I need, I make sure I have extras this time of year in my pantry so that I'm always prepared when I get, you know, we get invited last minute to somewhere of a friend's like, oh, hey, you know, come on over tonight. Or if somebody pops into my house, I just make sure that, you know, I'm always, you guys know how I love um, to be prepared for hospitality. So that's just part of what I do this time of year. So um, really quick, easy thing, but it saves you so much time. Okay, so let's talk about um, let's talk about this concept right now. Let's talk about the fact that instead of feeling like we have to do everything perfectly and we have to have like, you know, we have to be this kind of woman that just is the queen of Christmas um, or the queen of Hanukkah or whatever holiday you celebrate any time of year, this is what I want you guys to know. The, the, the pressure of that takes the joy out of it. So when we put all the pressure to be perfect in all the areas and do all the things, we get really stressed out because let's face it, none of us are really good at every single thing, but we all are really good at a couple of things. So what I want to encourage you to do this holiday season is to pick one or two things that you're going to do really, really well this year. So for example, here's some ideas. Maybe it's your tree. Maybe it's your Christmas card. We all know I love a good Christmas card. And I feel like some of you out there are really, really, really amazing at Christmas cards. I have this one um, friend in particular. Her name, I'll give her a shout out right now. Her name is Noelle Pooler. 
and she is like the most amazing person with her Christmas cards. And a lot of it has to do with her husband being a photographer. But there's been times where I've opened up her card, it comes here to New York from Florida, and then confetti is all over my house, or fake snow because it's in the envelope, or they've completely staged their entire family with matching costumes as elves, or just super fun things. Now, I'm not gonna do that, Trust me, I'm gonna do a Christmas card every year and I'll talk about that in a second, but I'm not gonna go that far. But Noelle and Brian nail it every year. They make you want to be that person. But you know what, I'm not, and that's okay. I don't feel bad about it. It doesn't make me feel bad about myself. I just always think that Noelle and Brian are the rock stars of Christmas cards. So if you guys are listening, great job, you guys. Another thing you could do really, really well this year is practice hospitality. For those of you that did pick up my newest book, Purpose Over Possessions, you know there's a whole chapter devoted to practicing hospitality and how I feel like it's kind of a lost, um, a lost skill these days. And I want to bring it back because I think it's super important for face-to-face -face, um, connections and relationships and on and on I go and all the perks about it. But practicing hospitality, I have friends who love to practice hospitality and I have friends that hate it. You know who you are. It doesn't make it right or wrong, but if it's something that you really enjoy doing, then by all means, this is the time of year to just step it up, girl. I mean, you could be practicing all sorts of hospitality. You could do a white elephant um, party. You can do just a, a wine tasting party. You can do uh, a party for kids. You could have Santa you know, come and visit with the kids. You could have a cookie baking party. I mean, on and on it goes. You could have a Christmas Hallmark movie watching night in your adorable Christmas PJs. Um, there's just so many ways to practice hospitality this year. And I think it's really, really awesome. If you love to do it, then just do it well. Um, or maybe this year you're going to really focus on giving. And maybe you have decided that this year your main theme is going to be giving more than receiving, which you know, let's face it, it always should be, but sometimes we get carried away with it, with the receiving part. So maybe you're just going to give, it can be anything. Maybe you're going to take some um, cookies to your neighbors. Maybe you're going to shop for kids in need. Um, that's one of the highlights of our Christmas every year is doing um, part of our ministry is called Christmas Cheer for Children. And we've done it for years and years. And my kids absolutely love going and shopping for other kids in need and what they, we just get so excited getting, getting the gifts for them because we know that it's stuff that they need or it's something special that they're just going to be super excited about. It adds so much joy to our season. I can't even tell you um, how much we love it. The kids, it's a riot. So, um, and just pick one or two things. You don't have to do it all, but this year, maybe you're going to really focus on, you know, decorating the outside of your house really well, whatever the case may be. Focus on one or two things and let the other things go. Um, don't be afraid to share the work. Don't be afraid to say, okay, hey, um, you're going to help do this, child one. You're going to help do this, child two. You need to ask your spouse for help. Don't be afraid to ask the people in your family to help you because a lot of times I find that this whole holiday season um, to-do list falls on to the mom. And we as moms think that we are not the perfect, quote unquote, perfect mom. 
um, if we don't do it all ourselves. And ladies, that is simply not true. The best thing you can give your family this year is a happy mom, is a joyful mom, is a stress-free mom who literally is showing your children how to enjoy the season, showing them the true meaning of the season, um, showing them how to have fun and laugh and make memories. And if you're grumpy pants because you took on too much, girlfriend, you're not going to be happy. And that's what your kids are going to remember um, when they think back about their childhood and how mom was during the holiday season. So share the work. Don't be afraid to ask. Um, don't be afraid to delegate. Uh, and, you know, the thing is, if you're really good at these one or two things, maybe there's somebody in your household that's really good at one or two other things. And then, you're, you know, you're doing an awesome job um, teamwork for the holiday season. So let's see here. The next thing I want to do is talk about... Oh gosh, there's just so much. So the other thing I want to talk about is sorting through your kids' stuff before the new things arrive. So sort through the toys before the new ones arrive. Sort through the clothes before the new ones arrive. It's much more frustrating to try to put things away when they, the new stuff comes in if there's no room and there's no extra space, but this doing it before the new stuff arrive also will show you what your child needs. Um, because, you know, these relatives, they'll ask you, what does your kids want for Christmas? And it's getting harder and harder sometimes to tell people what the kids want for Christmas because they have too much. And the thing is, if maybe you're going through and you realize, oh, I'm sorting through, you know, Johnny's pajamas and realize that four pairs of them were way too small, that would be a good gift to tell grandma and grandpa that Johnny needs a new pair of pajamas. Um, same with toys, same with books, games. Really try to like weed through these things and purge before the new stuff comes. And what I love to do, um, we did this all the time when my kids were little, is we ask the kids to go into their bedrooms and find at least two or three toys that they could donate to a child who is less fortunate so that they are setting the stage for a giving mentality instead of a receiving mentality. And they had to go in and choose what they wanted to give, um, which is a great time of year to do it before they start receiving all those, those gifts. So sort through everything before the new ones arrive when you have children. Um, let's talk about Christmas cards for a quick sec. So, I would love to know, and maybe you guys can comment or send me a review and let me know what you think about this pod, sorry, podcast, but I would love to know how many of you are still sending holiday cards. I feel like, again, with digital technology, it's just becoming less and less prevalent to send Christmas cards or holiday cards. Even, you know, I know my sister-in-law sends Thanksgiving cards, which is so fun too, but I feel like it's kind of becoming a lost, um, a lost part of Christmas. And I personally really enjoy it. I love seeing faces, but I would love to know how many of you are still sending cards, even with social media, where you can now just take a picture of your family, happy holidays, move on. Um, but still nothing is as amazing as getting a snail mail Christmas card in the mail. So, um, so for more tips in organizing tricks during the holiday season, check out those products I showed, uh, mentioned earlier on my website, jenniferfordberry.com forward slash organizing dash products. 
um, and look for the No More Christmas Clutter series, the Holiday Survival Guide, um, which the Holiday Survival Guide, Guide is right now on my Facebook page for free. So grab your copy while you can um, and let me know if you have any questions. Is there something that I didn't cover that you would love to know, a burning organizing question? Um, and then we will be hitting 2020 hard this year with all things organizing um, throughout the year with brand new courses and podcast episodes. So if you have questions you want me to answer when it comes to organizing in 2020, please shoot me an email, shoot me a review on iTunes and let me know. I'd be happy to um, answer all your questions. And my throat is closing up as I speak. So it's one of those days, just a dry throat. But I thank you guys so much for being part of this episode. I hope that it kind of gave you some inspiration that you need this holiday season. And I hope that wherever you are listening, you are, you know, I just pray that you have a happy, healthy, safe, and joyful season this time of year. I pray that for you and your family members. So take care, and I will be back again soon with another episode of the 29-Minute Mom, where we know every single busy minute of your holiday season counts.